This is the Contractor's Corner podcast series from Solar Power World. Welcome to another edition of Contractor's Corner. I'm Solar Power World Editor-in-Chief Kelly Pickerel, and today I'm talking with Aaron Davis, who is president of Palmetto State Solar out of South Carolina. So thanks for talking to me today, Aaron. Thank you. My pleasure. So when did you start Palmetto State Solar? I understand you had some previous sales experience in the solar industry. Yeah, I uh, I started in solar sales out in California in um, in the Bay Area, and uh, that's what I said about I worked for a couple of um, reasonably large companies out there, and then I moved to uh, South Carolina with one of those companies and got a branch up and running here. And um, shortly after that, I got uh, I, I got Palmetto State Solar off the ground. So that was back in May 2016, so a little over three years ago. Okay. You have an emphasis on quality being such so important for the company. So having that yeah. sales experience, why are you now focused kind of on not using subcontractors? When did that switch happen? Well, I was in... in in sales, I was the guy that would, you know, sit down usually with, you know, a husband and wife in a lot of cases and sort of, you know, shake the hand, look them in the eye, tell them they're making a good decision, they're in good hands, we'll take care of them every step of the way. And I was essentially making promises that I had no power to keep. Um, the, the companies I worked for, they, you know, they used a subcontractor model. And, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to that. It's not all bad. I, I see why a lot of companies do it. But for me, as the guy that was sitting down and looking these people in the eye and saying, you're in good hands, and then just sort of crossing my fingers, um, that's not something I wanted to bring to my own company. I wanted to have that, you know, the control to be able to keep promises that I was making. Um, and so that's why I sort of, you know, I, I went backwards and forwards with the idea. But ultimately, if, if we have all our people in-house, we're in 100% control of the, of the quality of the schedule. Um and all those kinds of things. And ultimately, that leads to you know, happier customers, I think, um, just because they can deliver on everything that we're promising. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now yeah. You're, you're three years in. So how many employees do you have, and, and how do you feel about the team that you've assembled? Uh, we've got um, just, about, I think, 18 full-time right now, and basically uh, including, like, salespeople, but just 18 in, um, in production and installing and um, administration, that kind of thing. Um, and I love my team. Honestly, you know, you know, you sort of run the gamut with with employees. You know, you sort of you know, get the good, bad, and the ugly. And you know, it hasn't always been as awesome as it, as it is now. But um, but right now, I, I I brag on my team a lot. I um, my kind of philosophy is if, if I'm the smartest bear in the room, I'm in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've made an, a, a real point of um, employing people who have. Uh, great experience who have a lot more to offer than what I possibly do in certain areas. Um, and so I've got a great management team and it just sort of flows down. Everybody has, everybody's really on the same page with our vision. Um, you know, one of the things that, that we say on the website and a couple other places that you know, if you're not hundred percent happy, we're not hundred percent finished. We're not done yet. So if there's anything that's outstanding uh, with a customer to where they're like, you know, I'm not, I'm not happy about this or that, it's like, okay, great. well, our job's not finished. Let's keep going until you are. And that kind of uh, mentality is really the culture here. So everybody's sort of on board with that um, all the way through every process, you know, so it's really cool. So, I, you know, I love my team. I think I've got really, really good people and wouldn't trade them for anything. So, yeah. Now, you said you relocated to... Um, South Carolina because of a previous job, but are you happy with the decision to be in the Carolinas? How is the market today? Yeah, I, I am. When, when I first came out here, um, 
you know, basically the, the company I was with at the time, I, I was living in California and I didn't love living in California. I'd only been there really for a couple of years or so. Um, and and it just was, I just wasn't settling in. Um, and so I said to, you know, to my manager at the time, I said, you know, we're looking to move away. We don't know where yet. Um, and he said, well, you know, see where you want to move to and we'll look at a branch there. And I'm like, well, that's good. I don't have to find a new job. So I studied basically the whole country or 50 states at that point to see um, what was going on in the solar market and these places like the products and centers and things. And at that time, there was, uh, on top of the federal credit, there was also a 25 cent state tax credit, which is actually still in place now. But at that time, it was also uh, the two major utilities out here also had versus incentives. Duke had uh, a great rebate, um, and SCEMG was the other big one. They had performance-based incentives. So I was kind of like, South Carolina was, you know, kind of an obvious choice. And in the beginning, I didn't expect to love it here. Um, I kind of thought, well, let's just go to South Carolina and, you know, set up shop, make some money, and then figure out where we really want to um, settle down. But within a few weeks of being here, I'm like, oh, this is, this is really cool. So we met, you know, we bought a house and settled down and, and um, you know, this is, this is home now. So uh, the market has changed a lot since then. Some of the incentives have gone away, um, you know, and the cost of, you know, utility rates here versus in the West, on, on the West Coast is very, very different. So, um, you know, it's a different, different marketplace now to what it was three years ago, three and a half years ago, but, uh, but we still love it here and it's definitely home now. So, hmm. So what kind of projects are you working on here? Are you doing primarily residential? Yeah, right now we're we're pretty much just residential. Um, you know, we get the odd uh, to the small commercial jobs might come up here and there, um, but, you know, which is, you know, comparable to a large residential job, so we're not talking big commercial. Um, but it's definitely an area, commercial and even utility scale is an area that I would like to move into in the future. Uh, you know, obviously the solar industry is a weird one with, you know, constant curveballs and sort of a, an uncertain future with, you know, tax credits and, you know, whatever else is out there. So I kind of want to be prepared for whatever whatever happens. If residential solar starts to fade away, if ITCs go away or something like that, then I want to be prepared, prepared for whatever's going to keep us around. So I'm looking into commercial and, and, and hopefully utility scale um, in the future as well. So but right now, pretty much just residential for the most part. And are you just working in South Carolina, or are you also doing North Carolina? We're also in North Carolina, yeah. We got, um, got licensed to North Carolina um, right around a year ago, I think, actually. And um, so we've been doing a lot of work up around there as well. It pretty much, at this point, we sort of worked all over on both states, uh, but we've sort of narrowed down our territory a little bit to sort of western North Carolina, um, you know, Charlotte, Asheville area. And then the upstate, mid to upstate South Carolina, so Columbia to Greenville. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are plan to expand a little bit in, in between three and six months to start getting uh, more around the Raleigh Durham area in North Carolina because a lot going on around there. Um, but we're sort of we're sort of ramping up to that over the next few months. Mm-hmm. Now, our North Carolina is pretty established, and and South Carolina has definitely been, you know, catching up. But are the the two states difficult to switch from for you guys or is it pretty similar it's pretty similar um you know the, the only main difference is that north carolina doesn't have the state tax credit that south carolina has but as you say it's it's um it's a little more developed uh, the market's a little more mature there and um so people don't tend to miss that so much that you know they're going to focus on that 
So in terms of in terms of selling in, in either state, it's, it's pretty comfortable. For the most part, we're dealing with the same main utility, which is Duke, um, and uh, and they have the same rates and everything like that. So it's it's not a not a lot different, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I saw that Palmetto State Solar. You guys recently became a authorized Panasonic installer. So what does mm-hmm. that mean for the company? It's kind of a um, another one of those things that you know we focused on quality, not just on our workmanship, but also on the materials that we that we offer. You know, we, we don't offer exclusively Panasonic because obviously we're going to meet people where they're at as far as price point goes. But um, but for us, it's kind of a um, a strategic move, I think, in terms of their brand alliance. You know, we're sort of aligning Palmetto State Solar with a with a household name that's been around for more than a hundred years. And I think that. Um, can give people a peace of mind as well. They're they're making a, a, a long term investment here, so knowing that they've got, um, you know, more than just sort of a, a local upstate South Carolina company backing them, they've got you know a, an international brand backing them as well, and, and sort of you know, uh, you know, steam blows warranties and that kind of thing. But um, but again, it's it's you know a, a bank alliance and um, sort of for quality as well as just that, that peace of mind, you know, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know Panasonic is kind of starting to venture into batteries and things like that, but what is your experience with batteries and storage in the area? I think like a lot of solar companies, um, we're making all the same mistakes that everyone else is <laughs> with that. Um, we've installed a, a few batteries. We've done some LGs and some sun and so far. Um, I have my uh, production guys working hard on doing a lot of research into other uh, most brands as well as other brands uh, and, 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 you know, compatible on technology with the, with the different batteries and that kind of thing. My view on batteries is is that it's, it really is a way, a, a, you know, the way of the future. Um, for for most of my history in the solar industry, I try to steer people away from it. I'm like, you don't need batteries. They're too expensive. The technology is not good enough yet and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the, the conversation of, of you know, Generation versus storage is um, is getting harder to separate. I think as as the market develops more, mm-hmm. and so I think it's it's time to sort of step up or be left behind. So we really need to get on board with it. Um, and you know, like I say, we've made mistakes with and sort of trying to figure it out as we go, and now sort of back in the time. Right, let's let's put the uh, let's put the diligence in here to really learn what we're doing before we before we um, go too much further. But we are. Um, you know, we're authorized installers for, you know, LG, uh, um, Sonnen. We're in the process of onboarding with Tesla right now for their power walls, um, um, Blue Ion. And so we're putting a lot of work into, oh, and Pika. So we're putting a lot of work into knowing um, what battery goes for what person. I think every battery has a different, different capabilities and different limitations. So it's a matter of figuring out who needs what and then making the right recommendation for, the, for that person or that household. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are putting a lot of emphasis on it and putting a lot of work into, um, um, you know, sort of separating ourselves from the crowd a little bit by being sort of the authority on, on the storage market and with, with regards to residential um, storage and solar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it takes time. You have to learn how to do everything first before you can really recommend stuff. Yeah, it's not easy. It's um, it's a totally different thing who you know we're used to, and I think what anybody's used to. So it's yeah, it's taken a lot of time to to um, find our feet in it. Yeah. 
I also noticed that you're involved with um, philanthropic efforts that you partner with One Tree Planted to donate trees mm-hmm. based on your solar sales. So yep. tell me a little bit more about that. Why is that important for you guys to be involved with? Uh, you know, I think it's just sort of, you know, still selling into the whole, you know, um, environmental um, thing and, you know, leaving the planet better than the way we found it. Um, obviously, that's a big part of solar, is new, renewable energy and reducing carbon footprint and that kind of thing. And so planting trees is just sort of another thing that we can um, get involved with. So we, we basically have, a, for every kilowatt we install, we have two trees planted somewhere in the world by one tree planted. And, um, and you know, obviously sometimes we have to remove trees as well when going solar if there's shading issues. So you have to cut down a tree here and there. So it's kind of like, um, you know, replacing that in a sense too. But we plant a whole lot more than we uh, than we cut down, so that's a good thing. But, you know, again, it's just about, like, trying to trying to help the planet. There's a lot going on right now um, with climate change and all sorts of things, and, and so we're just trying to do our bit um, on top of what solar already does. We're trying to go a little further than, mm-hmm. uh, than that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that definitely brings a uniqueness to your company. So what do you think Palmetto State Solar's place is in the market? Like, it's very competitive out there for solar, especially in the Carolinas. So what makes you stand out? It really is, yeah. I mean, when I got here three and a half, nearly four years ago, it was um, it was, it was was kind of the Wild West. There was very few companies here. And then in the last three and a half, four years, it's just exploded. Um, so it is increasingly difficult to sort of, uh, help us, you know, help any companies set themselves apart, which is why we do things like, you know, the One Tree Planted and aligning with Panasonic and things like that. Um, but also, you know, there's a lot of companies uh, that, that sort of take shortcuts that we don't take, you know, like a lot of companies don't do a side evaluation, for example. They'll just use, you know, a satellite image and measure up the roof like that. And then when they get to the home, they'll discover, well, they need a main service upgrade or the panels don't fit the way they thought they would or something like that. So we go the extra mile. Um, and do a thorough site evaluation and our plans uh, when we get to the site. You know, there's no surprises. They're, they're perfect every time. Um, and again, our, our motto is, you know, if you're not 100% happy, we're not we're not 100% finished. So that we would, you know, we really take that seriously. Um, and uh, you know, the no subcontractor model. So all our guys are employed by us, and you know, um, so we we do as much as we can to sort of separate ourselves. Um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of, I think, a trend in the in the market here. I don't know if it's the same all over the country, but a trend has sort of emerged of these um, sort of sales organizations that will come up with a company name and they register an LLC and they'll get out there and start knocking on doors and selling solar and having a, a subcontractor um, install it for them or an installation company install it for them. And there's kind of no liability on these companies, so they kind of just sort of pop up and, and then disappear overnight kind of thing. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, with, with a company like us, we're sort of separating ourselves in that there's a lot more stability in what we've got going on here. You know, we're sort of from, from A to Z, we're sort of in control of this whole thing right from the beginning. Um, all of our salespeople are, are, are well-trained and very honest and that kind of thing. So we're not setting expectations higher than we can deliver and that kind of thing. So, um, so those, yeah, those are the kinds of things that we, um, that we sort of really instill in, in, in the culture of this company so that, um, we keep happy customers Mm -hmm. yeah definitely Mm -hmm. so you already mentioned you kind of want to get into utility scale but what other things do you want to accomplish like where do you see the company in the next few years 
I like to get into other things like, you know, energy efficiency and that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, insulation and, and so on. Other kind of smart home kind of stuff like, um, you know, Sonan and some other batteries are coming out with some real innovative stuff with, with, relation, with regards to smart home innovation with energy efficiency and all sorts of things, you know. We, um, so we, we sort of want to stay ahead of the curve with that kind of thing. Um, you know, we're, we're starting to move a lot of uh, sense devices. I don't know if you're you know, familiar with that, but um, this sort of, like, you know, monitors the energy usage in the home. So we're starting to throw a lot of those in with, with our solar packages. Um, so just sort of staying ahead of the curve with technology and that kind of thing. Because again, it's the industry is a weird one where there's always sort of curveballs we've got to navigate. So we want to sort of um, diversify a little bit so that you know whatever comes up, we've got something um, ready to go. So energy efficiency, smart home stuff, um, and uh, and I think utility scale is is something that's now, solar can't go away. Solar as a whole can't go away, um, but residential solar without tax credits may or certainly may wind down a lot. So that's why I'm thinking utility scale or wherever solar is going to be that's where we want to be as well so as well we're sort of keeping that um looking laterally about what the future of the business is and you know making sure we're, we're prepared for it mm-hmm. just as long as you're in solar that's good yeah i like solar <laughs> <laughs> well thanks aaron for talking to me today it was great getting to know the company you're welcome my, my pleasure thank you for uh thank you for having me on the on the program This has been another edition of Contractors Corner. Join us each month as editor Kelly Pickerel chats with solar installers across the country. Thanks for listening to the Solar Power World podcast. Visit us online to hear more great podcasts, view industry videos, and read our great editorial content. SolarPowerWorldOnline.com See you back here next month.